Greetings to the population of the world and the extended universe. My name is London Electricity, this is Hospital Podcast episode 340 and we are focusing entirely on one man. He goes by the name of Whiny, first name Will. Will, hello mate. Hi Tony. How are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm absolutely fine and I must say you're um, you're in remarkably good shape considering legally and technically you got married yesterday. Yes, I know. Um, the first step into adulthood, I think. Um, yeah, it was quite a different, very different approach to different things. And um, yeah, it was daunting, but um, another, you know, box ticked with the album and everything as well. Good so, timing. Oh yeah, exactly. I know. It's, it's all coming together. Couldn't have had a busier two weeks if it had been planned, you know. Right, let's listen to this from the forthcoming album, Talisman. It's called Never Too Long, and uh, and who is uh, who is the the crooner on this track? So it's a guy that I've known for seven years now. His name is also Will, and he goes by the name of Kino. Ah. So yeah, I've known Will for seven years now and um, part and parcel, I thought I would invite him to do something a little bit extra at our wedding, which is happening tomorrow. The actual party is happening tomorrow, yeah? Yeah, okay. the, real, the real deal. Yeah. And he's going to be playing Anna down the aisle. Whoa. Mm. When playing her down the aisle with, with a piano or? Yeah, so he's going to be playing a song of my choice, which was the Lord of the Rings soundtrack. Because oh. I'm massive, massive Lord of the Rings fan with Howard Shaw. Oh, mate. And we can't wait to see everyone's faces because no one has any idea. That is, that is a fantastic idea. How many times have you read the book? Um, once, when I was seven years old. Didn't really understand it. But the films literally took my breath away. And I must have watched them about 40, 50 times through, I'd say. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, I... That, the Lord of the Rings kind of informed my entire moral outlook for many years in my teens. I've probably read the whole trilogy about 15 times, I reckon. Yeah, it was something that really picked up at school, you know, and we kind of took it to the next level. We gave each other the names from the, uh, from the actual <laughs> fellowship. For some reason I ended up with Boromir, but I won't go into that. <laughs> So you've got a dark side lurking beneath them? Yes. Might be able to see some of that in the album. Okay, well, we'll see. Let's go on that journey. Let's go on that epic mission. Yes. So, tell us a bit about your album, your debut album. Yeah, so it's 12 tracks, all completely brand new and they most of them were written between September and March of 2016 beginning of 2017 with the exception of two including this one which I actually wrote back in 2015 whilst I was still at university so you've gone through the whole cycle of of university education since we signed you haven't you yeah it all began kind of in second year of university in 2014 when I came down and signed um, the contract with med school and then was working on a lot of tunes then a couple that you'd actually heard that are now being released and yeah it's all kind of helped shape the music and all the experiences that I had playing in different nightclubs there it's all kind of contributed and come together and it's basically all of my thoughts from all those experiences just on on a piece of paper really okay I think I'm going to play one of your remixes next and it's a remix that you did for me of a track called Tenderless featuring Ema Deneen not an easy tune to remix and I think you did an absolutely outstanding job I've had over the years I've had many remixes done on my my tunes this this ranks in I'd say the top three of any of them wow thank you yeah it was 
not gonna lie, it was pretty daunting when I got the email come through. And yeah, I was really pleased with how it turned out. When I played it to Ema, she instantly preferred it to the original. <laughs> wow. But that's that's a sign of a good remix, it is. Yeah, if that's not a compliment, I don't know what it is. So thank you, Ema. From the Med School Scans album, this is London Electricity Tenderless featuring Ema Deneen, remixed by Whiny. We've got a few people out there who know that you're in here in the studio with me and uh, I'm going to give you a couple of their questions. Okay. Now, this seems to be a favourite, actually, that that people ask artists. What is your favourite cheese? My favourite cheese? Wow. Um, Well, I think this is an answer that's going to shock a lot of people, including some very close friends, but I don't actually like cheese. Unless... You are joking. Hear me out. Okay, go on. I like cheese if it's melted. So, okay, in what context melted? So I'm talking on a pizza or cheese on toast with a nice bit of tomato ketchup on it. Okay. But if I see cheese actually on a table in front of me, I'm not not, not too into that. It's not my cup of tea. Have you ever had a a proper Swiss cheese fondue? Where you get that massive cauldron of melted cheese. Yeah, and like a camembert. Dip, you dip stuff into it, yeah. Yeah, I've had that. Like a baked camembert. Mm, I'm not going to lie, it's, it's it's growing on me ever since kind of the wedding proposals have gone through and there's yep. been a hell of a lot of cheese eaten. Yeah. Um, and with a bit of wine, you know, I can, I can see it happening, but, you know, we, there is potential there depending on how much me and Anna eat in future. So, good question. It's a work in progress. Okay, yeah. An, an undiscovered land for you, it seems yeah. as well. I, I envy you that. Yeah. It reminds me a little bit of when Calibre stayed the night at mine years ago when we, we were doing hospitality at Herbal and we were, we were making breakfast and the lady culminator asked him if he likes mushrooms right. and uh, he only likes raw mushrooms, he doesn't like them cooked. Wow, okay. That's... So he was very specific about that and that was mm. the first time I'd encountered that. Yeah. But then, you know, I like chocolate, I like sponge cake, I hate chocolate sponge cake. Wow. So... Well, I absolutely love chocolate sponge cake. And I was a weird one with mushrooms as well, so there is a yeah, kind of crossover there. Definitely, definitely. So, um, I think we're going to move on to your influences, actually. What got you into this, this world of drum and bass and jungle music? Yes. Talk about this next track. So, this is a track that's stuck with me ever since I heard it from one of my biggest inspirations, Carlos. Uh, and it's his remix of Submotion's Orchestra's All Yours. And I think this will be a perennial anthem, actually. It always, always gets people singing on the drop. Always gets the hands in the air. Yeah, it's, it's without a doubt. I mean, I don't like to use it, but a modern classic is probably as close as this tune will get, I think. I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, talking about Spy, it seems you're competing with him at the moment with the Beatport chart. Yeah, like, you, so. you're, you're both dominating it. What's, <laughs> what's happening today at Beatport? I, I don't know. Maybe people have, you know, they've woken up and thought we're going to buy some wine and buy some Spy, and I can't argue with their taste. Well, Flashlight has just reached number two on the, on the Beatport drum bass chart. Wow. That's that pretty good. That, yeah, wow. I'm lost for words. <laughs> it's amazing. Well yeah. done, well done. Thank you. All that I have is all that you see. You don't need nobody else, and you're putting this all on me. Forget no way to love, just open your eyes. Just hold out your hand and place it to And uh, sticking with the very, very serious questions um, from out there, uh, Mitchell Miller would like to know when you, Whiny, are next coming to perform in the Bournemouth slash Southampton area. That's quite specific, isn't it? Hi, Mitchell. (laughs) Good question. I'm going to direct that one to Clinic Talent and hopefully we can arrange something. And uh, Mitchell, if if you've got a mate who drives, then... um, You'll be able to catch Whiny somewhere, maybe a little bit further afield in the south of England. Yes, I believe there's quite a big event happening in Finsbury Park very soon. Oh yes, Hospitality in the Park, 23rd of September. Yeah. The, the UK's biggest drum and bass festival, only drum and bass festival. So that would be a good shout, Mitchell. Yes, come and see me playing with Royalston, which I'm very much looking forward to. Are you back to back with Ralston? Yeah, going back to back. That is going to be amazing. Can, yeah, cannot wait. I'm a big fan of his tunes as well, so it's going to be interesting. Oh, Dylan is such a G. He really is. Yeah, lovely guy. I've never actually met him before, so it'll be a kind of a double whammy. He's wicked. He's just He, he does his own artwork. He's just emailed his artwork in. It is brilliant. Really? Wow. Yeah, for, his, for his new album. Can I see that afterwards? Yes, you can. Yes. Definitely. Now this, this is a tune that came out of Spy's mixtape. Yeah, I recognise this one. This this absolutely devastates the dance. It's called Guardians. And uh, this is when I realised that you had another string to your bow. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I remember writing this one in university and dancing around my room. So where did this come from? What what was what was going on in your life? What what was going through your head at the time? Well, it, it sounds weird, but I was actually really content with life, and I thought, let's write something really really angry that I can just play out and just <laughs> have a proper dance to. Nice. Because a lot of my music is, I'd say, it's quite angry, quite you know, anger fueled. But I think people that know me would recognise I'm quite relaxed. Yes. 
quite content with life. But um, yeah, this one just wanted to get something out that get people dancing. And yeah, came out with the track Guardians. And I have a vivid memory of actually playing this in the Quisty in room two. And the guy who actually whose mixtape it actually came out on was stood at the right speaker, raving out to it, and then came and patted me on the back afterwards. And I turned around; it was Carlos. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's quite a shock. But, Wicked. Um, yeah, very very pleased. No, it's it's, it's an it's an awesome piece of work, and it kind of paved the way for another side of, of whiny that is expressed very well on on your album Talisman. Yeah, I agree. It has the kind of connotations of talisman and combines kind of more the music with the heavier stuff as well. It's a nice crossover. really love about drum and bass and our community is the amount of collaboration that happens between artists sometimes artists from within our label sometimes outside but there is so much collaboration going on in drum and bass and it's one of the things that I think really sets our genre apart from many other genres the next tune I'm going to play is from your new album Talisman and it's one that you've made with Felipe Urban Dawn yep from Sao Paulo in Brazil. Obviously, Felipe's album, Gothenburg Cluster, came out at the end of last year to great acclaim. Yes, yeah. So, um, what, what was he like to collaborate with? I mean, I, I have collaborated with him, so I know, but the, the people out there won't necessarily know. Yeah, well, it was really, really easy, which was quite nice, because um, I know he's from Sao Paulo, and I didn't know if that would cause a couple of issues like with time zones and everything, but... The first thing I learned about Felipe is he works his absolute socks off. And I thought I worked hard until I met him. Yeah. And he just takes it to another level. Yeah, I agree with that. And yeah, I thought I'd write something a little bit happier for the album because it was all sounding pretty pretty moody. Um, and you guys came up with the idea of sending it to Felipe. And I yep. thought I'd give it a shot. And he, he completely turned it around, to be fair to him. The music was all there, but he just added his nice kind of crunchy, crunchy sounds to it and just completely reinvigorated it. And this is called Sunkissed. It's Whiny featuring Urban Dawn. This is a world exclusive. Exclusive. It's a personal favourite of mine. I absolutely love this track. So Will, have you actually have you actually played this tune out yet? Yes, I played it out once when it was still in its development stages. Which gig? I believe it may have been the Laquisti gig. I bet it went down well there. Yes, well, you know, I thought I'd give it to the Laquisti crowd to see what they thought, and it was fantastic. You know, I didn't really know what to expect because of the kind of the more laid-back vibes there, but it was brilliant, and the second drop was pretty pretty interesting. 
Excellent. We'll take it to the second drop and see. Before we get to the second drop, uh, Denzel Thomas Cooper writes in to say, um, Whiny, if you were a hop, what hop would you be? A hop. Hello, Denzel. Um, I'm guessing by hop you mean a type of beer. But, you know, I started off on carling whilst I was younger. (laughs) 14 years old in a park in Coventry. Sorry, mum and dad, if you're listening to this. Um, but to be honest, my favourite beer is Budweiser. What, American Budweiser or, or Budvar? Bud, the American, the Budweiser, really? yeah. The world's greatest beer, apparently. I'm, build, I'm, I'm building a, a, a kind of gastronomic picture of you here. I won't say anything else. Let's no. listen to the second drop. Yes, good idea. been cheesy and said your favourite hop is hip hop of course but you know I did I did consider that or your favourite dance is Lindy Hop <laughs> I know not a lot of people know what that is <laughs> me neither it's, it's a jazz dance from the 1940s okay I'll give it a google right I'm going to move on to Spaceman now which uh, which I believe is uh... I'm not mixing today by the way um <laughs> It doesn't sound like it was released in 2014. Oh, I've got you. to say that. Mm. But this, I believe, this is your first release with us, was it? Yeah, New Blood 2014. Yeah. I still remember coming into the studio and playing it to you and seeing the look on Mullet's face. <laughs> Can you describe the look on Mullet's face? Constipation. <laughs> but he always looks yeah. like that. <laughs> I can't comment. That's, 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 that's just him every day. <laughs> What was it? Screw face. Very much so. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Proper metal head. Yeah. Gern. Yeah. yeah. I think it was around around this time that we actually signed you, wasn't it? And it, this this track kind of showed us what you can do with drums and the space that you can get in your mix downs, which is so crucial for drum and bass. Yeah, well, it was. Um, I was quite surprised because I thought you guys were into my more musical stuff, and then it seemed every time I wrote a darker track, you you, you know the eyes kind of perked up a little bit. So. I thought I'd go down that route a bit more and it was very much the Manchester kind of inspirations coming out. Yeah, because early on it was almost like um, Keno and Winey was a a duo who always made tunes together. Yeah, and we had, you know, the the stars hit our eyes when we signed No More and we thought we were going to be like Camo and Crooked and so on. Yeah, yeah, I think you guys were quite surprised when you heard some of my darker stuff considering how mellow tunes like Isakeen were. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was a very, very nice surprise. But what I love is that you are still working together. Oh, yes. You know, it's Will's coming up with his third album soon. You're on your debut and you're still really good friends. Oh, yeah. Haven't fallen out yet over the beers. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. 
let's uh, let's delve a little bit more in, into your influences again now. Um, coming up is another influence track for you. Tell me about it. Um, so this is a track called Eastern Jam by Chase and Status, who were one of my biggest childhood inspirations when I first got into drum and bass. And you'll notice it isn't actually a drum and bass tune, which again kind of highlights the variety that I really like spanning through the music. And I think that kind of resonates in the album, hopefully anyway. So Eastern Jam by Chase and Status and it's 140 BPM. So what was it like? Um, what, what was what was it like being basically a child when dubstep happened? Um, it was it was weird. I kind of I got into it whilst Nero were kind of starting off their first album, Welcome Reality, and I loved it. It was just grimy. It kind of had the sway to it. I love the groove and I learned a lot about the groove and then Skrillex kind of happened and yeah. kind of all the, everyone suddenly everyone my age just went absolutely mad for the music and I wasn't really into the whole Skrillex thing I was more into the kind of the deeper stuff yeah. like the deep medi catalogue and so on Yeah. but yeah it was just like a punk kind of phase for the younger generation I think but electronic because it was I mean obviously I was I was ancient even then when dubstep happened <laughs> and uh I think like you, I really, really enjoyed the very early stuff, like the early horsepower, that that, mm. that kind of feel. Yeah. Um, the kind of like the forward stuff, plastic people, the, mm. the origins of dubstep, which thankfully is what dubstep's going back to now. Yeah, with definitely. Deep, with deep medi, they're smashing it. Yeah, you know? where the fully kind of stripped back, probably original. keeping it real. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't into it when it when it turned EDM, basically. No, me, I can definitely agree with that. Yeah. Because it, it seemed to kind of dilute a little bit, and there's there's a lot of kind of um, stuff like that going on now, which I listen to now and then. But I've got to say, I still listen to the originals, like Eastern Jam, yeah. kind of that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe that's just me being a bit elitist. I don't know. No, no, no. It's it's, it's what you feel and it's what you like, isn't it? You know? Yeah, definitely. You don't like you don't like hard cheese. No. You like Budweiser. <laughs> We're all entitled to yeah. our own choices in life. I like the melted down version of dubstep, it appears. <laughs> nice, I like that, yeah. I like that. Right, back to some exclusive new music from your album now. Um, yes. And we're going to play a cut called The Farthest Shore. Mm. And it, it's featuring someone called Unglued. Yes, the mystery man that is unglued, yeah. And do you know anything about unglued? Um, I know that he can talk. I okay. know that he can produce. And I know that he can write some incredibly good music. Because he, he's got a track on the Hospitality in the Park album called A. A. Which is an absolute banger. Yes, yes. And uh, did you meet him when, when you worked on this? Or was it all on, on the online or yeah this was all on Facebook all kind of chucked through sending stems to each other he would kind of email me about three o'clock in the morning when he'd finished his shift and then I'd reply to him about half six in the morning when I was getting up for work and it, yeah it kind of it, it just fell into place really interesting mm. I mean do you know do you know what he does for a living is, has he got a job is he I mean 
he's such a mystery at the moment. Yeah, I, I have absolutely no idea where he's from, where he's come from. He just popped up in my email one day and said, hey, let's write a tune. And I said, you know what? I'm writing an album. Let's go for it. Amazing. So, the farthest shore, featuring Unglued. This is Whiny. constantly evolves this track the drums and the beeline they're never the same yeah I'm glad that's exactly what we were going for you know I saw this track as a conclusion and I didn't want it to just finish the album I wanted to keep you guessing pretty much like the rest of the album really so it is the last track on the album yeah yes it is the final tune brilliant ender thank you yeah it's another really good example of how getting a collaborator on board can really invigorate a track because again, it was the case where I had all the music down and it just needed a little kind of pick-me-up. And Unglue came in and he did exactly that. Keeping the questions highly intelligent and intellectual, uh, Tom Quantrill. Hi, Tom. Would like to know what is your favourite cereal and why? Wheatos, without a doubt. Really? Yep. Closely followed by Alpen. Why? Why? Because why Wheatos? It, it doesn't feel like a cereal. Why not Cheerios? It's because uh, it's just you can't beat a bit of chocolate on your cereal, can you? <sighs> really? You've got. I've got a sweet tooth. Yeah. You know. I blame my dad. I've never even had Weetos actually. Oh, what are they? You're missing out. They are cho- they're basically chocolate Cheerios and they're just everything you could possibly want in a cereal. <laughs> no, I do not like my cereal milk to go brown. <laughs> Tell you what, I'll get you some as a thank you. No, when, when no. the album comes out, you'll have a crate coming in. Well, I can tell you the Secretary General would love those. Oh, he loves anything sweet. Ideal. He's got good taste. The chairman is more kind of a bit like me and he's more, more of a savoury sort of person. <laughs> okay, so that, that is why they're Weetos. Mm. Um, we're we're going to keep on the collaboration vein now. He collaborated with one of my favourite artists at the moment called Lakeway. Yes. And th- this, this tune is extraordinary, actually. Yeah, it's... How, how, did, it, how did it happen? <laughs> when did it start? Well, it, it began as a drum and bass tune and got completely flipped on its head when I was put in contact with Liam. And he came back to me with these just completely extraordinary ideas that I thought I had no idea what I was going to do with it. And I sent it to you guys thinking, I've had a shot, and you loved it. I remember you saying it was one of your highlights. And i tell you what, everyone who's listened to the album has mentioned this, this track. and It's an absolute banger. Yeah. Check it out. 
drums, kick, kick drums, kick, kick. Kick drum, snare, eight away, and a high hat, both fit sample. I like that. Kick drum, snare, eight away, and a high hat, high hat, high hat. I like that. Kick drum, snare, eight away, and a high hat, both fit sample. I like that. Kick drums, kick drums, kick drums. Oh, I like that. because it drops so fiercely but every 16 bars something happens and it develops again it's developing I love that about tunes that develop it's, yeah. it's the best thing yeah and that that's kind of it's very much to do with my attention span which is extremely limited and that that is a good thing when you're producing because it means that you won't make a tune that just does the same thing yeah and I think the way that kind of stuff is going these days I'm probably going to end up writing a track where each bar is going to be completely different and I just hope it makes sense <laughs> you should collaborate with Alex Rezo then because that's exactly what he does yeah, with yeah, his, yeah. you've noticed that with his drums oh yeah Tiger is a perfect example yeah. I think so yeah um, when I slide into your DMs Alex that'll be why wicked and um, have you got an album launch coming up yes I have I've seen that funny that you mentioned it next Thursday I believe at Work Bar in London Ah, with my good friends Etherwood Kino and Lakeway so Lakeway's going to be playing Wicked yes I'm going to make sure I can get down early to come and see him and is that something to do UKF yeah um, UKF have collaborated with Med School to try and bring it together Wicked shout to Luke at UKF big up Luke And Lakeway is signed to one of my favourite labels, Different Music. Yes. Of, of the giraffe fame. Yeah. Amazing label, amazing artist. Mm, I've got their t-shirt. I, I've worn mine out. <laughs> to get rid of it. Yeah, mine is getting a little bit tighter, not going to lie. See, producers, new bit here. New bit on the second drop. This is what we like. We like twists. I don't like complacent second drops where it just does the same as what the first half did. Cop out. Mm. Right, let's move on. The tune I'm going to play is currently number two in the Beatport drum and bass chart. It's called Flashlight and this features Inja. Yes, big up Inja if you're listening. Tell me about your history with Inja. Yeah, so Inge and I got in touch with each other when Ed, whilst Edgar Dewsbury was working at hospital, wanted us to work on a half-pint Shout team. out to Edgar. Big ups, Ed. And yeah, we wrote a lot of weird stuff, a lot of drum and bass, a lot of non-drum and bass, and then he poked me with a stick to write a drum and bass tune that kind of fed off the other stuff, and we came up with Flashlight. Shine your light. 
way home, shine your light. We out here when you need to shine your light. Strategize the root correct. Pull you to safety when I intercept. Life mode, life jacket on my safety net. Broad shoulders, stronghold, I ain't made pretend. Your safest option if you make the bet. Give or take, I won't fake or threat. I'll hope you're home if you ain't made it yet. I'm here to search to show your faith and then. And as you listen to this podcast, hopefully the music video for this track will be up online. It's being edited as we speak. I was here when a box marked highly dangerous arrived (laughs) by Courier and it it was full of flares, like like big, big flares, signal Mm. flares. Yeah, I believe Inja may have been trusted with them. Really? Yes. <laughs> Make of that what you will. Well, no one got killed. That's the main thing. That, that's pretty good going. Yep. And was, was was Harry filming? Yes, Harry was working his wizardry on the camera, yeah. Big shout out to Harry upstairs. Yeah, big up to Harry. Flares up. Strobe flashing. Flares up. I follow every signal because I care not. I ain't a guardian, but I'll protect with bare love. Strobe flashing. Flares up. Strobe flashing. Flares up, Morse code, SOS, our life save trust In the depths of darkness when it's dangerous Shine your light, if you're out there on your own, shine your light Need to find your way home, shine your light We out here when you need to shine your light Shine your light, if you're out there on your own, shine your light Incoming, the title track, Talisman, let's do this Oh, the album's out next week on the 11th of August. Yes. Wow. A week after your wedding I know. party. That is incredible. It is all happening in Are these Are you going to be on weeks. your honeymoon when it comes out? I will be in between honeymoons. Uh, what, you're having two? Two, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Making the most of it. Where? Where are you going? <laughs> so, straight afterwards, we're going to the East Coast. Um, we've got a flat in Suffolk. So we'll be going straight there. Lovely. And then making the most of the family freebies and going down to Cornwall the week afterwards. Well, that sounds like a great plan to me. Yes. Talisman, the title track. I'm just looking at your discography and your first release was actually on Subsphere Records in 2012. It was the Sweetest Sin EP. Yep. With Kino. With Kino. How are we then? Wow. Um, I think we were 15 or 16. That's amazing. Yeah. Did your um, parents have to sign the contract? (laughs) Was there a contract? I don't think. You don't have to answer that. (laughs) I remember putting my name on something. Yeah. That's about as far as my memory goes back. Okay. But yeah, we, we wrote those two tracks in Will's um, house back in Winchester when he used to live down there. And I remember getting the train down there, having never met him before. Oh, was that really? Yeah, never. I'd only ever spoken on AIM or on Facebook before I actually met him face Is that how you connected on Facebook then? Yeah, all, all straight through there on AOL Instant Messenger when it was um, still being used yeah, quite yeah, regularly. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, AIM used to be the number one method of communication in drum and bass for many years yeah I used to spend my hours in the evening after school just going on there sending tunes to Will talking to people yeah that's amazing I thought for some reason I thought you'd known each other since since kind of kindergarten or something no you think so wouldn't you yeah <laughs> and then um, then your, your second release was Wasting Time on Liquid Tones in 2013 yes on um, Paul Dickey's label I believe yeah that was um, 
I kind of delve into something a little bit deeper as well with Falling in Love. That was when I realised I wanted to write music balanced with more kind of bassline tracks, I think. Yeah. So that's where your, your sound kind of started? Yeah, yeah, you could say that, yeah. yeah interesting. Mm. So um, let's talk about another aspect of your influences, another tune that, that really inspired you and got you into this profession we call being a drum and bass producer. Yeah. So this track is Plastic World by Pendulum and it's possibly one of my favourite drum and bass tunes of all time and it's featured on Hold Your Colour, the album which was Pendulum's debut album and it is my favourite drum and bass album of all time and it got me into the genre back when I was 14 years old. Yeah, and that is formative years as well, isn't it? Yes. It really is. (laughs) And Hold Your Colour is one of the all-time classic drum and bass albums, definitely. Yeah, it was Slam that I spoke to Metric about on his radio show was the first tune that I ever actually heard that was drum and bass. And I just became hooked instantly. It's got these amazing vocals by TC on top of it who I've got to give a big shout out to as well. Yeah, definitely. TC is actually a really good songwriter as well. Yeah. If he is listening, it is on my bucket list to write a tune with him singing on at some point in the future. There you go, Tom. doing the refrain to Fats' verses. Mm. It's a who's who on this track, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I believe there's also a VIP floating around too. I mean, I have done a fair bit of stalking (laughs) (laughs) on this track and most of the album, to be honest. nice to hear this again because most people associate Pendulum with a, a very different kind of sound. Yeah and it's um, it's one of the ones that was probably a bit more understated on the album but again appealed to me a lot more because it had that musicality and, and a bassline vibe to it as well. getting some major flashbacks to being moody on the back of a bus on the way to school really right now. yeah rain coming down thinking what what is purpose in life <laughs> did you discover it yeah i think so really oh tell me <laughs> yeah these, these next two weeks i think probably could tick those boxes it's just the beginning yeah Yeah, shout to Rob, Perry and Paul from Pendulum. Yes, big ups, guys. Yeah, 
Now, I absolutely have to play Komodo, which is another tune that cemented your gully roller status within our office. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a track that I absolutely love playing out, and ever since I wrote it, I just want to play it out again and again and again. And it, uh, that's pretty nice, considering you made the tune, because most producers actually find it quite hard playing their own music out. Yeah, it's again, it's, yeah, that's I get that a lot to be honest, and um, I think just having that knowledge that it could turn a dance around depending on the set, how the set's going. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite a nice confidence boost to have. Absolutely. Well, it's certainly done it every time for me. <laughs> yeah, I still remember your tweet about it. Um, I think it was about a year ago saying the summer roller and thinking oh wow what what have I got myself into here So did you learn an instrument when you were young? Yeah, I learned two. I learned the violin and the piano. What did you, what did you learn first? Um, I learned them simultaneously. From the age of? Seven years old. And, and what did you enjoy more? I enjoyed the piano more because I thought I had more freedom. Yeah. But I think people would agree that I was definitely better at the violin. Really? Yes. Do you still play the violin? Uh, <laughs> Yes, if mum's listening. No, if she's not listening. <laughs> it, I do. So it's, it's not on your album then. There are there are segments. Yeah. Okay. There are segments here and there, such as Oxford Road, and in Never Too Long, the backings are actually plucked on the violin. Wicked. But I do have a very very nice electric violin that I do need to dust, you know, quite quite vigorously. Is it white? It's uh, clear, clear plastic. Oh, yeah. Perspex, lovely. It even lights up when you play it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Vanessa May, watch out. <laughs> and, and how far did you take your instruments? Um, so I took the violin all the way to grade eight and then I took the piano up to grade seven and I'll blame A-levels for not getting to grade eight. That's pretty good though. Uh, that's quite impressive. And you didn't even do a music degree, did you? No, I didn't do a music degree. It was all... Um, my hard work and a lot of my mum telling me to practice well I'm, I'm learning from this because my boys are learning music and oh right yeah that there are times when it it is really like trying to lead a horse to water yes, and failing yeah. dismally trying to get them to practice yes I completely agree with that I think my mum would too but um but you're saying it is worth persevering with it so oh a hundred percent the pain's worth it yes for the parents okay <laughs> It will make them happy. Noted. We are coming to the conclusion of the whiny cast. It's been an absolute pleasure to get an insight into the man behind the music. Thank you. It's and been a pleasure to talk to you about my weird and wonderful brain. Well, it's 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 wonderful and <laughs> only weird in, in a gastronomic sense. Yes, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Believe you me, I'll never forget when I was on tour with MC Rec with London Electricity Live the first time around. Yeah. And uh, he'd never had Wiener Schnitzel before and we're in Vienna. Wow. He refused to have it and I made him have it and ever since then it's been his favourite food. Wow. And I also introduced him to his first Chinese meal and that was in Melbourne in Australia. Wow. So um, it happens quite a lot in, yeah. in our drum based community. Maybe you can change my opinion on cheese then. Yes, maybe, maybe so. Maybe you just haven't had the right hard cheese. Yes. So we're going to finish off with another inspirational track for you, another tune that got you on the road to making music. Yeah. Tell us about this. 
So this is a track by Block Party and nice. it's called Cruiseberg. What happened to Block Party? I, I I think they disbanded and I think Kelly decided to go down his own route. But this was very much 13-year-old emo phase, absolutely fell in love with indie rock. They were brilliant. Yeah. They were. They the all of their albums, mainly Weekend in the City, I used to listen to on repeat. Yeah. Again on the back of the bus. So, Will, thanks for coming down. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for opening up. And uh, congratulations both on your wedding (laughs) and your debut album, Talisman. Thank you very much. This one.